Welcome to Radio Tambua, an outreach of ACFA, the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. ACFA equips God's people for the defense of the faith, biblical discernment, and cult evangelism. Let's begin today's message. I'm Sarah Walusimbi. I lead the ladies' department or women's department at Africa Center for Apologetics Research. And that department is called Project Priscilla. One of you might ask, or some of you might ask, why Priscilla? Why not Sarah? Why not um, Rachel? Why not Deborah? But we are so particular as we do our work at ACFA. And we do not take it out of the blue. It comes right from scripture. When you go to the book of Acts, for purposes of time, I won't go there because it is not my main portion of scripture today. When you go to Acts 18, when you read from the beginning following, like up to verse 24, we see a lady called Priscilla who worked alongside her husband called Aquila. And together, at a certain time, they were able to spot a young man who was called Apollos. When you read the scriptures, they tell you that this was an eloquent man or young man. He knew what he was doing and a time comes he interfaces with Priscilla and Aquila. And this couple were able to test or discern and realize that this young man was lacking in one or another. When you read the scriptures, they tell you that he had only the baptism of John. I won't go into the details of how that comes about, but I want to show you that as they discerned, they realized that this young man needed help. So they took this man aside, and together they helped him to understand the way of the Lord more accurately. So at Akfa, we believe that in this our generation, we can have women, young women, young ladies, who can equally learn a leaf from this Priscilla woman. Hopefully you're not married. But you can still do something as a single woman. You can be at that level where you can discern or test and find out that things are in line with God's word, embrace them, and you help others to do likewise. Giving that background, that is the kind of work I do on a daily when it comes to ACFA. I meet several women, I meet several young people, students like us, and this is a story that I want to share with us. There is this young lady that I met some years back. By the time I met her, she was so heartbroken. Why? When she gave her life to Christ, her parents chased her out of home. So in a bid to find where she could actually see people to receive her and give her comfort and hopefully get a shelter over her, she landed into the hands of a young pastor. And this pastor welcomed her with a very huge hug and, you know, he made her feel comfortable. And the pastor gave her a shelter. And at that shelter, there were several other young women. And as time went by, this so-called man of God calls the young woman into his office and tells her, you know what the Lord is telling me? This man was not married. The Lord says that you are my future wife. Because of the naivety and, you know, vulnerability of this young woman, she looked at this man as her deliverer. So before she knew, she had conceived. And when she went to this pastor, 
to tell him that you know what I conceived the man who was quick to tell her you know what I don't give birth number 1 number 2 you had better keep quiet otherwise if I ever hear this anywhere else your life is in danger poor girl she had to keep quiet and later as time went on she realized that other six young women had also conceived with this so called man of god amen these other people had these young women had also conceived and for this reason i want to draw us to what we are here for discernment how best can we solve these dilemmas in our lives and my answer tonight is discernment as christians we need the skill of discernment and where best can we go for us to understand the skill of discernment and understand it better let us go to the book of first thessalonians a letter that paul wrote to the church at thessalonica verses let us read from verses 20 up to verses 22 and it says do not treat prophets with contempt but test them all hold on to what is good reject every kind of evil i repeat for emphasis is sake first thessalonians 5:20 to 22 do not treat prophecies with contempt but test them all hold on to what is good reject every kind of evil when we look at this portion of scripture i want to pick out some keywords that i want us to look at and observe them intently one of them is testing all things hopefully before i go down into helping us to understand how we can test let me briefly tell you what discernment is according to one called tim charles who is an author of the discipline of spiritual discernment it is a book this is what he says spiritual discernment is the skill of understanding and applying god's word for the purpose of separating divine truth from error or right from wrong sometimes it is separating right from almost right there are certain things that can be almost right but they are never the truth that is tim charles and there are also other words that can be used to mean this same word discernment words like insight wisdom knowledge sound mind differentiating ability to separate as you study the word sometimes you can meet those words as you go about the study but whenever you come across them be reminded that these also point us to discernment another thing that is key to notice that discernment is both a gift and a skill a gift freely received from the holy spirit first corinthians 12 you can go there and study and it is a skill at the same time so as we go by i'll continue to explain how this skill comes about and how best we can sharpen it going back to our text first thessalonians 5:21 22 that is telling us to test all things how do we test how do you test how have you been testing hopefully i am here to point us to this and let us go to the book of acts chapter 
Maybe some of us already are aware of the Bereans. Acts 17 points us to the Bereans and we want to learn something from them. Acts 17.10 following. It says, As soon as it was night, the believers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Bereans were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica. For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. When you read the following verse, it says, for purposes of us appreciating that discernment is for both men and women. Take note of this. Verse 12. As a result, many of them believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. Pointing us back to Thessalonians 5, 21-22, where it tells us that test all things. Actually, as I'm talking about testing, dear students, get me right. The testing I'm talking about is T-E-S-T, not the other testing. Otherwise, we might end here and you say the preacher told us to test all things and you start testing other things. So please take note of that. This is T-E-S-T, where you have to test all things in terms of God's word. We see the Bereans. What do the scriptures tell us? They were more noble. When you research about the word noble, it means having fine personal qualities that people admire. Fine personal qualities that people admire. So the scriptures are telling us that these ones were more noble. What did they do? They received the word eagerly. Remember they receiving this word from the apostle Paul and hopefully his companions. But they do not end at receiving. What else do they do? They submitted the teachings of the man of God to examination from scripture and this is God's written word. Not just feelings, my dears. We are in a generation where we follow because of feelings. Shame upon us. We have to go back to his word. Sometimes you're drawn to a teaching or a group or a fellowship because your feelings tell you, you know what? I feel okay. You know? No. Let us learn something from these Bereans. They would go back. And what really brings joy to my heart is that they did this every day every day as they went about their everyday work as you go that is where actually the great commission is as you go then discernment has to be at work not only when you are at campus not only when you are in your church or chapel but as you go in your classroom as a mother in your home as a wife in your home as a leader maybe you lead a certain group here of fellowship as you go on a daily, we have to go back and search the scriptures. Actually, it says here that they searched, my version, which is NIV, said that they received the message eagerly or with eagerness and examined. Examination means study, not just, you know, leaving things to just. You go back and study. Just like you can study your books for any course. I did a big home accounting. You know, I know what it takes to study. I know what it takes to read. So as you set apart time for that, remember, your spiritual life also has to be balanced up with the books that you're reading and go back and study. There is no shortcut. Our standard when it comes to discernment is God's word. Amen? It's God's word. That is our constitution as Christians. We don't 
have any other shortcut so they searched they examined indicating study to see whether these things were so or were true as Paul was speaking to them some of us might say anyway apostle Paul is a man that is respected do I even need to test his words but here in scripture the Bereans tested what he taught how come in our generation we can never put to test things that we listen to as preaching or teaching or miracles or prophecy name them we want to follow out of feelings the time is now you see you let us rise up thank god this is discernment week let us not only look at the week and when it passes we go back to our normal lives no way i have a teacher who taught me in p5 whenever she would see us you know being mixed up in other things she would bang the desk and say wake up from the cocoon i can never forget those words then i wouldn't understand but today i understand he would see us so lost in so many other things and she would tell us wake up from the cocoon a cocoon is like a shell you know sometimes we hide in those shells and we forget that yes you are a christian but it does not end there you have to go ahead and know what you believe and why and if you never ever if you don't understand why you believe and why then you can never talk about discernment what you know is what you discern looking at the bereans sometimes what hinders us from discerning we are faced with men and women who tell us touch not the anointed you know you can never touch the anointed you know psalms 105:15 and first chronicles 16:22 but i'm here to challenge us let us go back and read that portion or those portions of scripture in context and then we get to know who are these men or people who are being referred to in this portion of scripture we are called to be courageous we are called to be well prepared servants of god therefore what do we have to do let us know the basic essentials of the christian faith who god is who jesus christ is and how we get saved because these groups out there those are the things they play about with they will twist who god is twist who jesus christ is and also twist the hope of salvation how i pray that as young women we move out and then we start reading and studying the truth of god's word and get to know why we are christians actually when we talk about the essentials or essential teachings of the christian faith we are pointing you to those teachings that must be true for you and me to be christian do we know them if you don't know them the time is now the time is now actually at akfa we say you are either infected or affected if it is not you maybe you have to discern for your sister maybe you have to discern for your father maybe you have to discern for that dear person of yours so do not take things for granted you are either infected being lured by these groups or you are affected in a sense that you have your dear ones who need your help or counsel amen we need to rise up and know the essential teachings of the christian faith second timothy 1:13 to 14 says there is that good deposit the unchanging message of truth we ought to know it quite well and be able to explain it to others i trust that we have mamas and papas here what are we giving to the people we are leading you can be a super spreader you become that someone who now starts spreading something that ends up destroying or ruining people's lives forever remember what you believe directly determines your destiny 
Sometimes you never think about those things. You know anyway, I can't believe in a teaching. I don't care. Wait a minute. What you believe directly affects your destiny. You had better believe, right? You had better set apart time to study God's word and then be at that level where you own God yourself but also help others to do likewise. Number two, know what you believe and why. I've already talked about that. First Peter 3, 16. Be always ready to give an answer to everyone who asks for the hope that is in you. We are handling discernment. You can't give what you don't have. You can't discern what you don't know. What will you discern if you don't know the truth of God's word? So know what you believe and why. Such that when people out there come with the questions, you have the answers. Even within church, people have questions. I appreciate my friend Joanne. She was the one leading here. Worship. She came at the table yesterday. It took us like two hours. She was interacting and asking questions. How I hope and pray that we can also be students who can also get to that level where we are asking questions or answering those who are asking questions. Otherwise, these people are also out there. They want to snatch us. And usually, they measure on our weaknesses. That is my next point. We must know how to recognize the weaknesses in our own hearts. Our own vulnerability to deception. Sometimes those false teachers ride on these things. For example, some of them appeal to our right desires. You need compassion. You need love. You need sympathy. And before you know, the cultist is there to give you the compassion. Someone once said, that cults are the unpaid bills of church. What church is not offering, they offer. So those are some of the weaknesses and vulnerabilities that are around us. And they ride on these. Sometimes we seek for life solution. Sometimes we are just rebellious. For you, you're rebellious. Even when your leaders tell you or counsel you or guide you, you just be rebellious. And before you know, you are in trouble. We need to be very careful. Some other things come about because of what our itching ears want to hear. What you want to hear or your desires are the things that you want to hear. So before you know, you are in a trap. Sometimes we want to instant things, things that come easily, the here and now. I want marriage now. I want this job now. Before you know, a man is offering you that job, but with strings attached. Discernment. Discernment, my dear sisters and brothers. Make discernment a goal of your discipleship. Pursue spiritual maturity. Maturity will not come if you don't subject yourself to study. Study the word. It is another thing for you to be training as a lawyer and another thing for you to know God's word. No wonder we have professors who are heading cultic groups. Sometimes people will ask you, but how? The two do not meet a professor. It happens spiritually, he's dead. We labor so much to achieve our degrees. I did a bachelor's commerce some years back. I thought I would be an, an auditor. Little did I know, I was entering into audit work when I was spiritually immature. And thank God, he met me at the right time. Amen. So I am here to charge us. Hebrews 5 tells us, the mature because of practice have their ch- senses trained to discern good and evil. Discernment is for the mature. This is not for the babies. It is only that mature person 
who knows what she believes and why and is at that level to embrace it, hold fast to it and if possible abstain. Going back to 1 Thessalonians 5:21-22, it told us test all things, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Hold fast to what is good. If you examine or test or evaluate or discern and you discern and you find out that something is not in line with God's word, then if it is in line with God's word, I beg your pardon. If you test and you find that it is in line with God's word, hold fast to it. Embrace it. Apply it. Help others to also understand it. But on the contrary, If it is not in line with the truth of God's word, remember this is our standard as Christians. Then abstain, stay away, run away for your life. Sometimes we stay in places that are so dangerous, but because you know, they tell you if you leave, you'll get a curse. Now if you know, if you leave, you won't get the blessing. The time is now for us to rise up as discerning men and women. If something is in line, hold fast to it. If it is not in line, Stay away. Abstain. Don't give another ear. Sometimes we compromise. But I'm here to remind us. The move is on for discernment. You either have it or you don't have it. There is no middle ground. And it takes you and me to be at that level. Where we take up this urge. It is a skill. Since it is a skill, it grows from level to level. How does it grow? As you continue practicing the truth. As you continue checking out teachings and other things or prophecies or miracles or even the songs we sing, sometimes we never take note about them. We need to put them to the test. If they are yes and amen with God's word, embrace them. But if no, maybe let us revise them and we get those songs that embrace the word of God. Amen. That is why we are here as Akfa. Discernment needs tools. You need tools. Sometimes you cannot acquire this discernment if you are not knowledgeable. We have resources. We can point you to the right resources that are tested. We can give you some teachings that are already available. Please, with all due respect, if you can, pick something from that table. Hopefully it is going to save you or your sister or your dear one. Do not take things for granted. The devil is like a roaring lion. He's looking for one to devour. So if you are not at that place where you know the Bible well and you are able to discern, then you will fall for any other wind of teaching. Let me conclude with this portion of scripture. It is in Ephesians 4, 14 to 15. We are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness in deceitful scheming, But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is head, even Christ. To God be all the praise and glory. To learn more about the Africa Center for Apologetics Research, visit us at africanapologetics.org.